Well, good day to my fellow comrades and welcome back to another episode of the Public Announcement Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about about how media pushes this Marxist ideal in a way or Marxist ideology and how it affects young people. Now, to kind of introduce ourselves into the topic, I would like to say that um, it has been brought to my attention mainly during this quarantine and mainly when people have an abundance of time and space, you know, to do whatever they want, that people tend to spend their time on social media a lot. And, you know, I have seen the rise or I have seen a rise of anti-establishment posts on both uh, probably on Twitter, I'm not too much on Twitter, but on Instagram, definitely. There are people who share stories with it, there are people who share um, posts with it, you know, opinions, they write to you, shit like that. Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of like a serious movement at this point. Uh, these anti-establishment points, you know, they can vary from topics. It does not have to be only Marxist or eat the rich type of mentality. It can also be, uh, you know, with the ecological stuff, they can talk about how somebody is doing something bad for the planet. Or there is also this incentive where they uh, repost, like, these stupid quotes about social rights or something. I don't know. It's kind of stupid. I don't really understand the mentality. I'm just kind of describing what I observe. And I would not dare to call these posts actual critiques of something. They're merely a reflection of a quote or a glorified Twitter post. It's nothing more than just a statement about the current state, which I bet everybody can make, right? It's sort of like this mentality where they come to somebody and say, like, world hunger bad, uh, children not hungry good. That's type of the mentality we're talking about here. There is no solution. There is no constructive criticism. Even with those Marxist anti-establishment posts, you usually just have the solution to the problem, like, let's kill the rich. Like, that's gonna fucking happen. And... You know what I'm talking about. There, There is no initiative to actually solve a problem. It's just to put out a statement that I do believe in this very uh, thing or I do believe in this very whatever ideology that might be. All right. And I think you can ask a fairly, even a fairly common person, like, do you think world hunger is bad? And he will say yes. So I won't even try to give these people credit for identifying a problem because I bet everybody can identify it on their own and they don't need an extra hand or an extra Twitter quote to identify some problem. Uh, but yeah, let's get let's get into the media and, and my main problem with media and social media because I think it's quite important to explain this before I get to my main point and my main observations. Now, in the past years, we have seen that media are trying to push a certain narrative on their platforms. I mean, they're banning conservatives, they're banning people with more conservative opinions, but the leftist and the ultra-liberal type types are just left there to roam, right? And therefore, you know, they're going to use these platforms to produce political opinions. And social media and normal media have been very eager to help these people out. I mean, I think that I've seen even a couple of Marxist articles, you know, about there definitely have been articles that called for eating the rich or criticize some rich man in order to make him seem like he's the worst villain in the world, and I'm not saying everybody who's rich is automatically morally correct, but what I'm saying is that not everybody who's rich is automatically an evil man scheming to take over the world, 
right? And media, and when I say media, I actually mean news outlets, if you could call them that. But yeah, you know, the people producing news at the end of the day, uh, they always had to criticize something in order to, to get the article selling. I mean, there's only so much reactionary articles you're going to get in the world. There is not that much happening in the world when you take it on a global scale and not local issues, right? So you are going to have a limited roast, uh, you're going to have a limited repertoire of uh, articles that you can just write about something and then you have to go on criticizing. And you can criticize the current events, but often than not, if you want a longer article or an article to get more trending, uh, you will have to criticize a larger social problem. And this is where social media comes in and also media classical and starts to portray these Marxist ideals as something uh, worth the time or something that we should strive all to be because equality or something like that. And communism is a very safe ideology to do this with because let's say, uh, let's compare it with other radical ideologies. You, you see, uh, for example, let's say fascism, all right? Fascism, uh, it's a very dangerous ideology to identify yourself with, not because it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but mainly because it's connected so tightly with the World War II and the events that happened in the World War II that no rational guy is going to ever say that you can think of fascism without thinking of the Holocaust, or you can think of fascism without thinking about, you know, the killing of Jews. It's just bound in there. Uh, well, and that's how stuff is done and that's how the modern world views it but communism no you know communism killed people communism uh, done a lot of bad stuff but there seems to be mainly in the western countries this kind of uh, romant romanticization of communism where it's sort of like the best creme de la creme ideology and it always works even though it hasn't worked any time it has been actually tried so yeah but since you have the conservatives banned for twitter and these lefties free to roam around twitter and now even Instagram become birthplaces for these people essentially to spread their opinions, right? And nobody does anything because nobody has any initiative to do anything, right? Why would you do anything when... I mean, the posts are anti-establishment, but there is no real action, as we mentioned in the previous podcast, done. There is nobody really doing that entire revolutionary part of the equation. There is nobody acting. There is nobody doing something. It's mostly empty quotes. and It's mostly empty promises. It's mostly uh, people cycle-jerking themselves with opinions and then reposting somebody else's tweet about how, how we should eat the rich and how people don't have money or something along those lines or that narrative. And the, these tweets and these quotes cannot be even considered an actual resistance to the entire what world or to the entire, I guess, nation to a certain extent or to some general idea or the establishment. They're just quotes that people repost and they then pat themselves on the back. And that's a viable narrative that the media and social media is able to work with. The problem comes in, and the problem, main problem, comes in when teenagers enter the platform, or people who don't have really strong political beliefs. I mean, nobody is going to use Facebook's outdated design anymore. That's mainly for the older generation that sort of like, I don't know, just accepted that Facebook is there. This, you know, the younger generation usually moves around on Twitter and Instagram. Why? Because it's fast, flashy. And yeah, that's pretty much the two Fs that you have there, fast and flashy. There's, there's nothing more, nothing less to it. Right. And this 
And when you enter suddenly this environment, when you suddenly enter the environment where you have lots of communists, lots of people reposting their stuff, you suddenly get to a point where you start to feel the same because you're in an echo chamber. You don't get other opinions since the conservatives are banned from these uh, social media outlets. You see, you only see these Twitter quotes. You only see how socialism bad. And as I said, it's a safe ideology. You cannot really argue with the basic logic. You know, everybody can cling to the basic archetype of uh, rich man bad and just complain about how people are rich and don't have enough money. I've seen my friends, you know, complain about that too. Friends I've never seen really express their political ideas out loud or not so strongly and I was honestly surprised that this is the first theory they stumbled upon but then I reflected on it and I was like yeah not really I'm not really surprised because as long as you have the age bracket of maybe 13 to 18 attending these social media which don't really have a strong political opinion it's not like I'm voting Republican or Democrat or Democrats you don't say that when you're 15 right that usually is reserved for the older generation to do and as you go through life you should shape your political opinion based on what you believe in but these people very early on you get into the marxist uh, revolution type of stuff and i would dare to say that it's honestly quite sad it's honestly sad that people spend so much time on social media or at least teenagers that they are able to just accept an ideology that is being cyclojerked there. Not even ask questions, not even just say like, wait, this might be actually wrong. Not, not, not do that type of stuff. Not question the authority, not question like the Instagram quote. Because just because it seems anti-establishment, it means it automatically has to be fully functional, fleshed and working theory. That's pretty much the general idea. And... And these people go on and become the exact thing that I, I, I think if Marx was here, he would he would just fucking laugh at the current state of communism. It's, it's definitely not something he's written in his book. You know, people repost these glorified quotes on their stories and somehow that solved world hunger or whatever problem they're trying to solve at the current moment. It, it is the same as when we talked about the Amazonian rainforest. This is not about making a political statement or being anti-establishment this is more about feeling good about yourself and that you have a political ideology you can cycle jerk now yay you know you know the type you know what i'm talking about this is not a critique these posts are not a critique or anything they're not harmful but i do think they're detrimental to somebody who's trying to develop as an individual because if you spend too much time on social media well you start to you know see this theories as something that uh that you accept and therefore you are able to reject some parts of the modern world which might prove beneficial to you or you are going to uh, start acting like an absolute douche because you think you've solved this and everybody who who disagrees with you must automatically be a cis white male who just wants power and is power hungry all the time and just gathers power as a cis white male i can I can confirm that I do this on an everyday basis. I wake up and I just think of ways how can I gain power in this powerful world. <laughs> right, well, that, 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 that's about it. And to the summary, I would like to say that you, know, you shouldn't be scared because there is not going to be any revolution, mainly because, as I already mentioned in previous episodes, these people are not acting. These people are pretending that they care and they just repost quotes on their Instagram walls. But again, it's sad. It's kind of worrying that, you know, it's it's not it's not even sad and worrying. It's interesting how little it really takes people 
to persuade themselves that some theory is good. All you really need is a platform where there will be one month and a bunch of cycle jerkers who will just constantly write something about that theory wrong. And people will just after a time start to believe it. It's honestly interesting. And the next time you see a post on the Instagram about socialism, we should make like a fucking movement where we... Where we make fun of these people. I don't know. Try to think of something. Make make fun of these people. It, 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 it's it's kind of funny to troll the people around. It, it honestly is. Right? And yeah, well, that's all for this episode, I guess. A uh, bit of friendly advice here and there. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I would like to say that we still have that email subscription thing. So if you want to receive updates on episodes, like when an episode come out, you will be notified. Or when you want to receive our very free weekly newsletter bringing you the news from around the world, what is happening and some interesting articles to read. Well, you know, you know what to do. The link is in the description of the podcast. Just click on it, sign up. And I will be sure to add you into the mailing list. Thank you so much for listening. And in two weeks, we'll see ourselves again.